your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Monday, August 9th edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is a daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Armando Velez from pantherparkway.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore. F L A Panthers. You can also email me at lockedonflapanthers at gmail.com. You can follow the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. And today's episode is brought to you by the Locked On NHL podcast. You need more hockey news, and Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the leagues. Subscribe and listen each day. For a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps each day, subscribe to Locked On NHL today, wherever you get podcasts. So it's been a little bit since we've spoken since Thursday. Not many news, as you know, as I've said, that this is the the dark days of summer, as they say it. And uh, one bit of news that happened, Florida Panthers related, is Chase Prisky. A uh, defenseman who has been traded from the Carolina Hurricanes organization to the Florida Panthers as part of the Vincent Trocek trade back in the 2020 season on February 24th, to be exact, has signed a one-year contract with the Florida Panthers, a one-year two-way contract with the Cats. So. He is going to likely be starting this season in AHL Charlotte this year for the Cats. And as far as the trade, let's go over the trade from what was on February 24th. It was an exchange for Vincent Trocek. The Florida Panthers got some cap relief of $1.3 million in that. And they got Eric Halla, who's no longer with the team, who is now with the Boston Bruins after signing with the Nashville Predators last season and now he's with the Boston Bruins. Lucas Walmark was also part of that trade. Then he was part of went to Chicago and then traded for back to the Florida Panthers this past season in exchange for Henrik Borgstrom, Riley Stillman, another South Florida native. Uh and then Chase Prisky, South Florida native from Pepper Pines and Itu Lusterinen who started off last year as the 3C for the Florida Panthers and kind of made his way kind of out of the lineup as the season went along. So the trade was just one player for four, but two of them were expiring contracts while two others were under team control. Lusterinen and Prisky were always going to be the players who were going to be under team control. And luckily for the Florida Panthers, they qualified an offer for a player that they really value as far as the defensive debt in this farm system. And the like I said, he's likely behind 
the likes of a Matt Kirstead, a Max Gildan, and possibly a John Ludwig. So, but as I've said, the Florida Panthers and like every other hockey team, injuries will happen. And there is likely going to be a chance that possibly Chase Prisky could get his opportunity at the NHL level. We know that there's going to be five, at least five defensemen for sure that's going to probably make the opening night lineup, barring any injuries. But then everything is really up in the air as far as everything else outside of it. So there is a chance that Chase Prisky could be making his NHL debut sometime next season because with a trade of another prospect of Vladislav Kuliachanik as far as the Anton Stroman trade and of course Anton Stroman a defenseman you're shipping other defensemen out of the door and then you know there's some room for the ones the homegrown players even though Chase Prisky wasn't drafted by the Florida Panthers the players in your system to possibly make a possible leap into the NHL and a chance to prove themselves. And like I said, a South Florida native, the pride of Pembroke Pines, 954, Chase Brisky could have an opportunity to suit up for his hometown Florida Panthers. And the thing also with uh, Chase Brisky, who went attended Quin- Quinnipiac University, the same university that Tice Milanich is currently in, and Tice Milanich is and Mackie Semoskevich performed really well in the World Junior Summer Showcase, and we'll get to that possibly in another episode, but same university as where Tice Milanich is currently in. He plays on the right side, while Kirstad, Gildan, Ludwig, even Kenton Kanaten and Lucas Carlson all play on the left. So if there's an issue where a player on the NHL level, like an Aaron Ekblad, or Marcus Nudevar or Radko Gus or Nora Jusen, who are more on the right side, even though you have switches of a Brandon Montour and Mackenzie Weger, if you need anyone who's going, who is on the lower level slash in the minors, who you need a right, right defenseman, then Pace Prisky also could likely be the one being called up. But Coach Q could also decide to bring one of those left defenseman in and switch the likes of a Mackenzie Weger and Brandon Montour over to the right since those two players have the ability to play both sides. So you can mix and match so many different things as well based on if somebody were to go down or if somebody were to get an opportunity because that's the great thing about having other players on the actual professional roster that can put that you can go back and forth. And Mackenzie Weger and Brandon Montour definitely bring that to the table. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC slash MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news. Sign up for bonuses and contests. Information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% 
welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code locked on. Did you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts. You have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first daily fantasy sportsbook that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. That hero shows you their lineup and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes. Winner, take all. You have the advantage. That hero is showing you their lineup ahead of time and no one else does that. You are in total control. That hero is DFS the way it is meant to be, one-on-one. -on -one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. That is slashhero.com slash locked on. So about a month ago, the Florida Panthers announced that they will be getting involved with the NIL program, which is, if you don't know what NIL is, it's name, image, and likeness. And that is when college players get to be marketed and they get to profit off it based on whether it's like a car dealership advertising for something like endorsement. Think about like an endorsement for professional athlete, except now it's starting to trickle down to college players. And the Florida Panthers have officially announced their first player who have signed with the, the Cats as far as their NIL program. and. The Florida Panthers have signed University of Miami quarterback Derek King. And I'll say, that is a pretty big deal to not only get your first athlete as far as the NIL program, but you're getting your first athlete as a local kid. And, well, not local kid, he's from Texas, but a local product and a local player who. The South Florida people know, at least the ones who follow college football. I, I'm not a University of Miami fan, but I know who Derek King is based on me watching college football and seeing the University of Miami on my television from the time that Derek King did play. But it works. It's great for two reasons. Number one, you are creating a relationship with the Florida Panthers and the University of Miami. Sure, Coral Gables is like maybe like an hour away from BB&T Center. But you're creating that relationship, that South Florida connection relationship. Derek King is getting paid as he should be, as, as other college athletes should, because they're getting marketed. And honestly, for the longest time, they've been taken advantage of as using their name, image, and likeness and not getting profit off of it. Like I've said this before, there's a, there is a Zion, Zion cam for Zion Williamson from Duke University during the NCAA basketball tournament. Zion camp and he didn't get anything out of it the I'm sure you guys have heard of the Fab Five the University of Michigan 
uh, Chris Webber uh, took some money to the side and they had to get their banners taken down for their Final Four in the early 90s. And Reggie Bush from USC doesn't have his Heisman back because of taking money to the side and he wants his Heisman back and they won't give him his Heisman back, which is complete and utter BS, honestly. But these college players have been taken advantage of for the longest time. And it's great to see that now players are getting the pay that they deserve for for playing the sport they love and they also get marketed properly and they get some compensation because in the, the truth is these college students are poor. I was a poor college student at one point and it stunk and I had to work a job and I ha- I was able to get at least a decent amount of income. But the athletes for these universities, they some of them can't even work jobs because they're so busy working on their craft and working out and practicing that they still have to do some homework on the side. Let's not forget, they're students too. They're student athletes. Like, so they got to make time for the classroom. They got to make time for the uh, field, ice or court, whatever they step on. And they also have to, and if they were to not get any money for their name, image and likeness, they would have to get a job outside of it when they literally don't have time. Like, come on now. I, I think these kids really deserve it. And it's great to see that it's progressing in that direction. Number two, the second reason why this is beneficial for Derek King being the first player, a local product for the Miami Hurricanes, is that it also markets the Florida Panthers too. Some listening or not, not even listening, but some around the area, especially the Tri-County area, might know of the Florida Panthers. They know they're a good and up-and-coming hockey team, but they just might not be into the sport yet, uh, especially with the lack of success from their 1996 season all the way until this point in time right now. Haven't won a playoff series. So South Florida, especially with the, just the nature of what it is that a lot of people from the Northeast move down here, so a lot of the passed down generational fans are from the generations that moved from the northeast to here so the reality is unless you're a winning team the the fans the local fans aren't going to be as engaged as it is but the florida panthers despite not having that playoff series win are doing everything they can to grow their game into the community you've seen that with the war memorial um war memorial complex that's going to happen in Fort Lauderdale, that's going to be open sometime next year. You see how well they're invested into the community, the, the community outreach stuff too, based on bringing in uh, people in the BB&T Center for their Learn to Play programs, and as, as well as the other ice arenas based in the local area. So the name, image, and likeness, the fact that the Florida Panthers are getting a local product also helps create oh they people register oh this guy is involved in his nil with the local local team here hmm i like the miami hurricanes so maybe i should like the florida panthers too maybe i should be maybe i should watch some hockey because this person's involved and the best part about this is that Derek king is going to be involved with the Florida Panthers not just getting paid by them. This is what he's going to do while he is under the NIL as the first FLA athlete in their program. 
This is directly from the Florida Panthers website, and I'm going to read it quote by quote. It's going to say, quote, As part of the endorsement, King will appear at Panthers games and events and work closely with Panthers digital and social media teams to produce content to engage fan bases across South Florida. Additionally, King will work with the Panthers to develop a merchandise collection, co-branded art, and his own exclusive BBNC Center concession menu items, which will be available at all Panthers home games and events for the upcoming season. Close quote. So, maybe you'll have some type of nachos when you go to the concession stands, the Derek King's signature nachos. So that would also convince the consumer saying, hmm, what does Derek King like on his nachos? Does he like chili? Does he like extra cheese? Does he like jalapenos? That's just an example for, for what kind of menu items that you could see this coming season at the BNT Center. And I think that also creates some great community connection based on the NIL program. So I'm liking what the Florida Panthers are doing with the NIL program and, and just reaching out to the community to make this place, South Florida, more of a hockey presence. And you could tell that the, this ownership group, this front office is really trying to just grow the game. And you know what? They're growing the game and they're doing their best also on the ice to promote that success. And once the definitely the winning starts, people are already starting to get engaged already based on the community stuff. But when the winning starts for sure, then it's going to amplify it even more. So great. It, it's beautiful to see what they're doing on and off the ice. And you as a Florida Panther fan should be really proud to call this team yours because it is your team. It is your community's team. It is your region's team. That's why it's beautiful to see that they are really going out of their way to promote other players like Derek King of the University of Miami and themselves in the meantime while they're doing so. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you are missing out. There's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. You want to know what my flavor, favorite flavor is of these selections? It's the cookies and cream. What? Cookies and cream, anything, ice cream, goat bars, any anything cookies and cream related. Why not? It's a very obvious choice. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box and you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macros. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. There's also the grasshopper cookie flavor, which is like the classic thin mint cookie. All the flavor without all the sugar with 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 5 grams of sugar. Order today and you'll get the grasshopper cookie or the raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Isn't that great? 
So go to built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCK15 over at built.com. So one thing I wanted to discuss was something I heard on a podcast myself a few days ago. So just casually Thursday, driving around town, was listening to the Athletic Hockey Show, the episode with Ian Mendez and Sean McIndoe, and they were talking about worst contracts in the league. And what the question was, which are the worst ones? Is it Eric Carlson? Is it Drew Doughty of the LA Kings? Is it Oliver Ekman Larson now of the Vancouver Canucks? And one of the answers that they gave was actually none of them, of those three. Sean McIndoe gave Jeff Skinner $9 million, who isn't even averaging half a point a game, which is pretty bad. Uh, and he's not even l- looking like a top six forward. Not half a point a game and $9 million until 2027. And that just goes to show like how bad the situation in Buffalo is. You're paying high-priced dollars for someone who's not even producing, and you still have that situation still looming with Jack Eichel. But then Ian Mendez mentioned his worst contract in the NHL, and he mentioned Sergei Borowski of the Florida Panthers. And again, hindsight is twenty twenty. At the time at the signing, it looked like a, a fantastic deal, a two-time Vesna Trophy winning goalie. But so far through his first two, uh, something that we all know that it just haven't hasn't lived up. And of course, with big money comes big expectations. And let's look at the two Vesna Trophy seasons that Sergey Borowski had. In the 2013 season, uh, in his first season, actually, with the Columbus Blue Jackets, the GAA was right at 2, and the save percentage was right at 932. But that was almost 10 years ago. You're a different type of player from ten, almost 10 years ago to now. And he was an all-star that season as well, and he finished 5th in the Hart Trophy voting, too. So not only was he number one in Vesna voting, but also in the Hart Trophy as well. So Prime Sergei Bobrovsky was great, but it just hasn't translated. Also made all, the All-Star team in 2014, 2017, 2018, and 19. And 2017 was the other season that he won the Vesna Trophy with a 206 GAA and a 931 save percentage. But everything has just gone up and up and up based on the GAA and the save percentage down, down, down ever since. Sure, year two was a little bit better than year one. Let, let's go back to year one under the Florida Panthers. 3.23 GAA for a $10 million goalie. 900 save percentage. Just to get into the 900, because most of last season before even the COVID shutdown, Sergey Bobrovsky's save percentage was around the 890s, 895 around there before the Florida Panthers went on a run right before the COVID shutdown. But year two, the Florida Panthers were a playoff team. They were second in the division, but they were playing well in spite of Sergey Bobrovsky's play, where he finished the 2021 season playing 31 games with a 906 save percentage and a 2.91 GAA. And it's in the high twos for $10 million. Dollars. Oh, that's frustrating. But the offensive firepower could only do so much that the Florida Panthers have that 
if it's a late game situation and it's four to four late in the third period and your goalie still can't stop anything, then that's going to affect you. And we saw that in the playoffs this year. The of course. Sergey Bobrovsky got the start in game one because you have to give him a chance. You have to give your $10 million goalie a chance. And you know what? He didn't live up to the bargain. Neither did Chris Drieger as well. As great as Chris Drieger's regular season was, it didn't translate in over to the postseason. And of course, Chris Drieger was hurt prior to the end of the season and going into the playoffs. But you see this kid in Spencer Knight who's on his ELC and it, it looks like that he's going to be the starter um, at least the main starter in the next in the next few years, probably not the main starter this year. You still got to give Sergey Bobrovsky his his chance because, of course, he's making that money with five years left. But damn it, five years left, ten million, and he hasn't even had a two point five GAA, and he hasn't even been close to even being in the top ten of Vesna voting as well. Because even in his last two years in Columbus. He was putting a 2.42 GAA and even a 2.58 in 2019. And still, at least his save percentage was in the 910s. And your team, at least the Florida Panthers team, looked better now as far as offensively than the Columbus Blue Jackets were when Sergey Borowski was there. But you you still need to stop some pucks and of of course he's he's 32 years old and by the time that contract expires he's going to be 37 years old ouch so putting that much money towards a goalie and and that's also why it's perceived which i agree i actually agree with it could be it, it is the worst contract in all of the NHL that you're putting that much in a position and if he were not to be the full-time starter then that's $10 million of dead cap on your bench right then and there versus a skater who, if someone's making $9, 10000000 million, who can actually play every night. That's why, as far as positional value, not putting much into the, the money into the goalies is something that's just not recommended around NHL circles. And, of course, the, the Vegas Golden Knights did their found a way to get rid of the contract of Marc-Andre Fleur with a year left. And now their goalie situation, now they have some breathing room in there where Robin Leonard is more than capable of taking the reins in Vegas. You talk about also in Seattle, the the combined total of money tied into Philip Grubauer and Chris Drieger is not even $10 million. And you have two possible number ones who could be taking the reins in Seattle, you could plug in either or, and it won't even add up to one Sergei Bobrovsky. So, of course, again, at the time of the signing, it was great. All, a bunch of excitement. Sure, it was a big cap number at the time, but we thought we were going to see the, the play that we saw from Columbus, but we just haven't seen it. And again, positional value has a lot to do with it. So, And of course, people are going to think Carey Price as well. When it comes to his cap hit, even though he made the Stanley Cup final with the Montreal Canadiens just this past season, but also Carey Price's regular seasons haven't been the best, even even coming up to this season, but he turned it on when he needed to. So Carey Price's contract doesn't look as bad as what it did before they made their run in the playoffs. But 
is Sergey Bobrovsky capable of going getting to Carey Price's level to carry this Florida Panthers team to possibly multiple rounds? I'd, I'd like to hope so. And if if anything, if this performance just continues based on the even last season's numbers, despite the offensive power, firepower, then it's only just going to be more frustrating from here. And of course, this is a mess that Bill Zito didn't make. He didn't make this signing. And of course, if you had to go back and do it all over again, you'd probably just say pass on this contract because it's the the Keith Yandel buyout isn't what's really possibly going to capture out the Panthers. It's probably the Sergei Borowski contract more than anything. And hey, maybe Sergei Borowski proves us wrong and he actually has this amazing season. But you know what? If there's anything that we've seen in this past two seasons and he's not getting any younger, Florida Panther fans, I would not expect it at all. So if you like what you're hearing, Please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to also subscribe to Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all of the NHL offseason. And when you're done listening to this episode of Locked On Panthers, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Bets. Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team. Every day.